This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, your host, joining me for a swift something for the weekend to catch up on our, are we calling it a six-pointer relegation? Six-pointer, Mr. Bird? (laughs) (laughs) Twelve-pointer. Mr. Chris Bird, welcome back. How you doing? Not too bad. I mean, I, I, uh, as we said on the the proper big show, I enjoyed the game. It was a, a bitter pill to take. It was a good game, though. But it was a good game, and uh, we don't normally say that uh, after leaving in Villa Park. Years. So, so we're, we're heading in the right direction, just some tweaks and uh, tightening up to uh, be done, hopefully. Ahead of a run of winnable games, of course. Uh, don't say that, don't say that. Something for the weekend <laughs> is uh, a quick catch-up and focus on uh, the game ahead. We like to start off with a Villa Minute, so without further ado, Mr Chris Bird, give us... Villa were hoping to take advantage of Emery's former employers with the Gunners seemingly mid-blip after not winning in four games. Emery made five changes after two defeats on the spin, hoping for a response. Julie arrived and Ollie Watkins made it four and four, slamming home within five minutes as Villa made a blistering start. After a miracle clearance off the line, Mings cancelled himself out, heading it back into the danger zone where Saka latched onto it to level despite being surrounded by Claret Blue shirts. Coutinho impressively put Villa back in front, wrong-footing Ramsdale to cap off a brilliant team move involving Kamara, Moreno and a cheeky Buendia dummy. 2-1 at the break. Arteta's side were visibly fired up and out early for the second half, starting on the front foot and deservedly drew level, and Watkins was caught napping at a corner as Inchenko fired home from the edge of the penalty area. At 2-2, both sides traded blows in an end-to-end and entertaining battle, although Arsenal had the most of the chances. Bailey hit the bar with what was Villa's big moment to win it, then came the controversial sting in the tail. Jorginho struck a rocket from the edge of the penalty area, hitting the bar before a dose of wicked luck saw the ball bounce off the back of Martinez's head into the net. What made it even worse was the fact that two Arsenal players were blatantly offside positions in the eyeline of Martinez. Martinez. The Villa keeper ventured up for a final Hail Mary, but a poor Dinya corner led to Martinelli going up the other end to rub salt in the wounds. A lot of fuss after the game about Martinez's actual desire to help Villa avoid defeat, but no mention of Dinya's crap corner. If Emery didn't realise what he got himself into, he does now. 
with his post-match comments peppered with anger and frustration. After three defeats on the bounce, Villa have diluted their European charge as they head north to Goodison Park to test Sean Dyche's 100% Everton home record in a relegation six-pointer. Joking, not joking. To tee up a pivotal few weeks ahead for Emery & Co in terms of the season's finish. Ooh. It feels like a big one when it shouldn't. <laughs> Third week on the trot that Emery's talking about getting away from the relegation spots. Uh, season's starting to change its complexion. The bar's being lowered, you mean? Yeah. Few people talk about, oh, Europe, maybe. Oh, we could. Maybe Europe. And then top 10. Now it's now it's just avoid relegation. You think, well, what, which one fucking is it, lads? Yeah, but the good news is we're still in touch, but with the original uh, picture, the problem is, I mean, if you look at the, the table overall, the only thing that's really been happening, Liverpool may have got hammered uh, by Real Madrid, but they have won their last two league games, so they've pulled away from us. But this, the fact that the teams below have started to win, this is not the first time I've said this, I've said it before is if you become that mid-table team with no real aspirations above you and the teams below are all starting to laser focus for points to avoid relegation then you become let's say vulnerable in games against them a bit of a sitting duck so that's my concern here but the good the good news is at least when you've got a new manager you're still playing for your positions but the problem is the players making these these lapses are the ones that are on decent contracts and, and new contracts yeah. in some cases <laughs> so we shall see but there's definitely i mean we don't need to go into the mentality question again 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 but uh i just want to see them a bit more fired up and focused which we saw in some of those games didn't we know like leeds and southampton we didn't play particularly well but we were really focused and dug in and defended well where's that gone in a few weeks yeah i mean there's you know the narrative changes because people are having a go at martinez for well all kinds of things but time wasting being one but they weren't complaining when he was time wasting to get to win us points so let's try to be consistent but also the the optics of if we lose against everton and and everton you know everton at home sean deitch's two one nil wins to his name uh, over arsenal and leeds so they're no slouches at home might not be pretty on the eye, but uh, they're not bothered about that at this point in time. And if they were to beat Villa, then the optics suddenly, uh, there'll be a bit of a change. People expect to get beat by Manchester City and Arsenal. Those results will compound if Everton do beat Villa. Yep. In terms of team news, nothing new really. Carlos, there was a big kind of reveal of pictures, wasn't there, with lots of smiling yeah. smiling Carlos pictures. So that will it kind of rubs off on the, the team as well, but he should be a, a few weeks away from uh, really being a contender for a, a spot in the starting lineup, I would say. Yeah, they'll, be, they'll try and get him a bit of game time somewhere, I'd have thought before they sort of try and put him in the matchday squad. I wonder if they might put him in on the bench for the Palace game and you know, give him another week on the training ground and then try and ease him in where possible, just get him back involved with the group. With no real intentions of playing him. Mm-hmm. There's been, uh, I mean, there was a lot of hoo-ha about uh, the Martinez situation after what Emery said. I thought, you know, we've already discussed this. I, you know, I think Emery should be, if you're talking about you know, everybody likes to call him an elite coach. I think you should be a bit more level-headed and in your post-match and have more of a poker face. I wouldn't be throwing players under the bus. And also, it was a bit of a red herring, really. The, the complaint about Martinez was his distribution, not the fact that, you know, he went up in the dying seconds to try to save the game. Yeah, it, that's pretty much... I mean, surely Emery can say, oh, that's not what my goalkeepers do, but that's probably what 99% of other goalkeepers would do. 
Yeah, and by the way, nobody's talking about the woeful Lucas Dean corner, which uh, just basically fucked up everything. If you, if you, if your corner's going nowhere near the edge of the six-yard box, wait, it didn't even make the penalty spot, did it? It was further out. It was an out-swinging corner. It sort of hit the edge of the penalty spot where there was no one. It went over everybody, yeah. so it wasn't the percentage play. That's the uh, he, He's the only villain in, in that situation. But Emery did kind of smoke the peace pipe publicly, you know, saying that Martinez is a good guy, very good goalkeeper. The challenge for him is to, uh, paraphrasing, uh, to lend his experience to help the club. You know, it wasn't the real, re- he's you know, going, kind of retracing his steps and saying mm-hmm. uh, that the fourth goal wasn't the reason we lost the game. Well, no, <laughs> clearly. And, you know, that was uh, the obvious uh, situation. So not really much to talk about in terms of injuries, selection. I mean, selection will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if Coutinho starts again against Everton, who will, I would imagine, batten down the hatches and uh, keep it very tight. I mean, two clean sheets at at home under Deitch shows you exactly what they wanted from him, organisation. And if you can keep tight, then if you if you do enough to snatch a goal, I think they'll just be focusing on the home form. And so this is what makes this game particularly uh, a challenge. Well, if you're a you know bottom three or a relegation threatened side, a home game against a mid-table team who aren't going to necessarily be going up or down particularly is, is exactly what you want at the moment. Are, are they going to cause you you know huge problems? I don't think so. But Villa are tending to cause themselves problems, so you just never quite know. If Everton have got that little belief, and certainly from set pieces etc., then they'll they'll think they're in the game here. But defensively, they're they're not great, and they've not been offering a lot in attack in the last few games. Even when they've been winning games, they've been nicking them, haven't they? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, but you know, you say they're defensively not great. Well, I've, I mean, as I just said, two clean sheets at home since Deitch has been there against uh, two teams, you know, Arsenal. They beat Arsenal. And Leeds uh, always up for the fight, so that's a warning sign. well for an entertaining game, does it, this one? In Villa's favour, though, is a pretty decent record against Everton since we've been promoted. We're we're their bogey team, you know, which is a novelty considering normally everybody else is ours. You know, we haven't obviously lost to them since we got promoted, which is quite a record considering where the clubs have been, yeah? Seven games unbeaten against them. 
Mm. That includes five wins. Uh, and it's very rare on this show, something for the weekend. We can actually say that against any team. So considering this is the most played fixture, as the as is always uh, muted about this game, this is the 210th and meeting. Our recent, uh, since we've been promoted, us run of seven games unbeaten has actually swung the overall statistics back into our favour. Now we have uh, 78 wins to their 76 with 55 draws. So now, and we're on the edge of uh, one more win, and that's our longest winning streak against Everton uh, in in our entire history. Wow! What could go wrong, Chris? But <laughs> what, what could, could go, go wrong? wrong? Right. In terms of Everton, Deitch is actually uh, looking to become the third manager ever for Everton to actually win their first three home games in charge. I think their big miss is they got Calvert Lewin back, and now he's injured again. He's always injured, isn't he? Malpai's back, so uh, you know he's can kind of be the bit of a shit house when it comes to Villa o- over the years but well, in terms of you know let's have the threat meeting in terms of the threat it's hard to uh, singleize anything from the Everton team because you look at their uh, like goal scorers Anthony Gordon doesn't play for them anymore <laughs> he was you know he no. scored three it's just Demary Gray and is he even in the team well, he's a good player. I don't think he's been doing a lot. He hasn't been starting. He hasn't been in those. No. He hasn't played in those two home wins under Deitch. So then you're looking, you know, then you're looking at the top scorers. The next top scorer is uh, Dwight McNeil with two goals. I mean, for me, you can't look past the threat meter being Villa themselves in mean, this one. Yeah, one hundred percent. So you got McNeil, uh, who's on the wing, but you know that's that's the that's the second top scorer with just two goals. So and it's not as if we're talking about spreading the goals across the team because there's well, defenders have been getting any. the goals where they've been winning games. The defenders have been scoring from set pieces. Coleman scored the winner against Leeds. Yeah, and Tykowski's popped up as well mm-hmm. uh, recently against Arsenal with a winner. So that is. Probably the set piece is, is the uh, the main threat here. It's as simple as that. This is a new Everton team under Deitch, and you pretty much, uh, when a new manager comes in and a team's in relegation, the first thing you do is make them tight at the back, get them organised, and uh, focus on set pieces. Uh, I mean, against Liverpool, uh, you know, they offered nothing really. It was uh, a pretty much a dire Merseyside derby by all accounts because Everton were, were just focused on trying to keep it tight and really offered nothing at the other end. So I think this is up to Villa to win the game as opposed to uh, doing anything. Uh, I mean, they're going to have to take it out of the realms of bat- battle of attrition, really, because that's where Everton will drag this. Yeah, yeah. If they, well, they play 4-5-1, so it's, you know, you're going to have to be playing through a bank of 9 or 10 players, which Villa have tended this season to struggle against. Yeah. Is this the last game at Goodison? For Villa, when's um, that new stadium being? I don't think it'll be. I don't think we'll be planning it next season. Yeah, especially when they get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> so potentially, this is the last uh, game at Goodison for Villa. So uh, potentially a, an historic game. It'll be bye bye to the wooden seats. Say goodbye to your splinters. But uh, let's get straight into the uh, mum's pull panel result. What are you saying? I don't know. You, you can clearly see Everton winning this in 1-0, as they have done against yeah. the other teams. You can see Villa winning this as well. Probably 1-0 as well. And you can see this uh, a real dire draw as well. It, you know, as in, if you're looking at the tea leaves at the bottom of your, uh, your cup, all of those three kind of radiate out. It's kind of a tough one. To, to call if you have, if you were putting your mortgage on it as Ron Atkinson used to say <laughs> uh, I'm going to go away win fuck it 
I think because we need the win as well. I think if we didn't, if we hadn't had the run we've had, I think you'd fancy Everton more. Yeah. Having seen some of the, the the game against Liverpool where they just offered fuck all. Because I don't um, think we're going to go there complacent. That's why... No, um, no, uh, not now. No. Not, not after three losses. So that's what... No. If we'd won, you know, won one, drawn one, we'd gone into that, uh, you know, middling form. I think form. the manner of our defeat, especially the Arsenal one, and the fact that we've conceded goals, I don't think it will be an entertaining game, but I, I think we might just have enough to nick it. But as we said, you, you, if Everton were to win it, we kind of know how it goes. It's an it's a villain mistake from a set piece, and they nick the win. Yeah, but we're actually it's like you, it's not as if we don't know what we're walking into here. We pretty much no, know not. exactly what we're walking into. Yeah, my only reticence about this would be if we do get a lot of possession and we are frustrated early doors. Mm-hmm. But we've got a goal, you know, we've got a we've got a striker who's radiating com- confidence at the moment, so that's a good thing. That, yeah, it's a big positive actually that we've probably got the got the threat in our team. And Coutinho's would his tail will be wagging as well if he starts. He did well, didn't he? To be fair, in, in moments against Arsenal. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going into this uh, reasonably optimistic, despite what's happened, because there's there's definitely a. Uh, a sense that the team will be wanting to put certain things right because they, you know, mm-hmm. they they were so close to beating Arsenal despite not being surprised by the final result. But there was a real opportunity. You know, you're only you're, you're literally a centimetre away from winning that game. You know, one referee decision getting it right would probably have uh, got us a draw as well. So, what are you going for? Sorry, I'm going to go for a. a, a um... Normally, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm going to go with a slightly cynically optimistic 1-0 win for us. Hey, so you're still optimistic? Just. I'm about 51% for the win. (laughs) (laughs) Right. uh, I've got a dash, actually, because I've got an appointment to attend to. So we're literally squeezing this in at the only time we possibly could. Please do uh, follow the podcast on whatever podcast app you use to make sure uh, you get notified as soon as it pops also follow us across all social media including tiktok i'm I'm trying to find the time to increasingly do clips just for the fun of putting little funny videos together really so uh, if you follow on tiktok at my old man said you will uh, get a chance to see those i managed to get liz trust in the in the last one so uh, liz trust and gunasaurus rex you know it's a marriage made in heaven isn't it uh, yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, on that note. Time to see if, if uh, Watkins can score five in five for the first time for a Villa player since 1985. See if Villa can get triple toffee delight as well as they go for their third consecutive away win at Goodison. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.